0: Welcome to the tribunal. I'm Danny, an absolute weapon of a human with Jameson.
1: If it gets physical, it gets physical.
0: And Chris, Worm. Just gotta beat the girls. We just watched episode 15 of the challenge Battle for a New Champion. We saw the house get a bit more divided, the start of conquest, and a brutal elimination. We're gonna do killed it or send it home, Jameson's Juicy Deets and MVPs and Losers. But first, Chris, if TJ invited you to a private conquest, would you go?
2: Absolutely, I would. I mean, <laughs> does anything sound like more enticing than that from TJ? I Tuesday? love
0: it. And he said it multiple times. But um, um my real question for you. <laughs> I
1: thought that was the question. I thought that was the question. <laughs>
0: I think let's discuss this new Conquest format because it's changed up a lot of things. So let's go through them one at a time. How do you feel about someone getting eliminated from each daily challenge now? Love that. I love that. I love that there's finally stakes.
2: I mean, after so many seasons, I mean, obviously they've rewarded the daily challenges before, but ultimately, like when, you know, the old formats or the traditional format of the challenge, when one person's getting sent home... It's really not that big of a deal. You know, like you still usually have like, I don't know if you do the math. I mean, there's like 15 people there. So it's like a 7% chance of going home or something, you know, like, or being even in an elimination. So um, yeah, I, I, I like it a lot. I like that you have to perform. I think maybe it's a little unfair to have the guys versus the girls, but so far in the challenge that we saw, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Um, so I'm interested to see what the other dailies are like, but I love it. I love it.
0: I'm all for it. And do we think that this was always the plan, Jameson, or do you think this is a result of no one getting eliminated against the vets?
1: Man, that's a good question. I, I I think they had it in store. I mean, maybe they're doing it a little earlier than they normally would have, but I, I think that they, they probably had it, you know, planned out. It's, it's, it seems pretty calculated, you know, especially with like how it, you know, it happens with the. The elimination at the end too with you know you you pick a person and that picks a person i love that part as well we'll talk about that i'm sure but i think this daily elimination i'm shocked that we've not seen this before like i, I mean it, it in other seasons because uh it makes it just way more exciting Sometimes those daily challenges can be a real drag they can be boring i mean some of them are fun but a lot of times you kind of like all right let's just get to yes. the elimination at the end so to have those stakes and to see them actually trying um is, is exciting. It made it way more intense and
0: fun. And now nobody can throw one of these things, which is always the case any other week.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So I was going to say, I'm interested to see if they do a trivia one now. <laughs> with, uh, worst is eliminated. I mean, that would be like the ultimate elimination, I feel like. Great. That would be they amazing. Might, they because might uh, have, have a tie. Like,
1: and, sorry, what? They might have a tie. There might be a lot of people going home.
0: That's that's true, (laughs) because those are usually like the light, fun one, you know, people get splashed like, no, if you're the first one out, that's it. You're you're going home. You're swimming home. So. How do we feel about the new nomination rules then, Jameson, if we're all liking the Daily Challenge, somebody goes home?
1: I mean, it's a trip. I I love that we saw a bunch of them with like notebooks. They're like doing all the different you know, (laughs) situations that could happen. You vote for this. I mean. It was fun. I mean, I, I I think it would be a little bit of a, you know, a, a head case. And you kind of know once one person is picked, the trickle-down effect. But it's different. You know, I think they needed a switch up here because, again, those, you know, deliberations were kind of like getting pretty stale too. So I thought that it was an excellent, you know, change of pace. And, it, man, it really it gives so much power to that person who wins during the daily. Like they can just – they can really decide – who's going to kind of... Because that first pick decides everything. So everything. It's, it's pretty exciting.
0: And this one went like we all thought it would based on what they all mapped out in the house. But all it takes is one person at some point to really pull a power move and pick somebody nobody expects and then you might get this uh, domino effect of of chaos. You know. Totally.
1: And the drama at the end with Narice having to pick her boyfriend or her like lame friend that like, she definitely should stop being friends with. Like, I think that that was awesome. She's crying her eyes out. Like that was drama.
2: Yeah, I loved it. I loved um, I mean, I didn't like the way this first one played out. It just like really made me angry the whole time. But yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of appreciate that. At least I'm like feeling something I, like invested in it and not, yeah. I feel something instead of being like, I don't know any of these people, I don't care. Um, <laughs> so you know, like now I'm like, I kind of know these people, I somewhat care. Uh no, it was good. It was, yeah. I feel invested in it. Um, I again, I didn't like the way it played out, but like you said, Danny, I think, you know, now you just you have stronger people on the other side of the those two alliances, right? I mean, like Horacio nearly won. Obviously, it would have been a totally different um, situation, and I really hope that it kind of plays out that way next week. That Horacio or Kylan or one of the people on that side of the alliances uh, wins, just to show the people in the other alliance like who are at the bottom like who really is at the bottom you know and um or maybe they get the chance to you know uh pull their power move at that point um so yeah i thought it was great i really was excited about it
0: and then that brings us to the three person elimination or <laughs> the private conquest with TJ um this is sort of a two part question for you chris because do we like the three person elimination but then setting aside the fact that this one turned into a two versus one, is the three-person elimination fair to the women in the house? You know, I think um from what
2: we saw, I want to say it kind of does seem fair. I mean, I think Zaza, if she didn't make the crucial mistake of doing the mud, going through the mud first. I mean, she was right there. She was right there with uh Horacio and Kyland, which I mean just goes to show how um you know, how good of a competitor she could be. Uh, and it's just kind of unfortunate um, that she ended up being sent home, you know. But uh, I kind of like the three-person. I mean, I don't know. It's just different, you know. I like that it's three people. I like that, um, at least so far, right? I mean, this first iteration, I was kind of like, okay, this is cool. Like, I don't know if it's any more exciting than a two-person to a degree, but maybe maybe they're hoping that um, with three people, if it's this kind of... Elimination where it's like a little obstacle course kind of thing. Yep. That there's going to be more uh, neck and neck kind of situations, you know? Um, So I don't know. I'm interested to see how it plays out. I wasn't sure if maybe two people were going to go home or something like that at first when they said it was three people, um, just because it seems like they're desperate to get people off the show at this point. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. I don't know how you guys felt, but Jameson? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought it was uh, it was different. It was, it, it, I thought it was kind of interesting how intense it was. You know, a lot of the eliminations kind of single minded. It's one kind of task or one kind of thing. So to stretch it like they did, it did feel like a mini mini final, you know. And uh, so I thought that was really interesting. I didn't like how they kind of helped each other out and teamed up. Uh, you know, to kind of take. I really like Zaza. She's really grown on me, and yeah. she's really fun. She's got a great attitude. She's fucking ripped. She's just, like, can run for miles and miles. And I think she would have been excellent in the final. I was really hoping that she was going to make it to the final. So that part, I just kind of irked me that they were helping each other out. But to your point, Chris, she was right neck and neck with them. If she didn't have the mud, she could have made it over that thing and and, and got maybe maybe one. Um, but one thing I did like about it was not necessarily the, the three of them, but the privateness. I thought that was kind of fun because no one's screaming, hey, pick that number, do this puzzle, whatever. It was all on them in the moment. With Tiege, I love Tiege was cheering him on too, man. He was all about it. You know, he was like a, a great bro- a older brother just, you know, cheering for Zaza. So love that part. Um, so I'm a, I am was a fan of it. It, it just, it, I think it's going to like be different for each, you know, each time. I'll have a different feel to it.
0: I think so too. And I really like that it's like a well-rounded one so that nobody's getting eliminated just because it was a puzzle or just because it's a hall brawl or something and they're not built for that. But I do think if it wasn't Zaza, this would have been even more unfair for a woman. I think even like when they're jumping yeah. over the blocks and stuff, like just a size difference, you're going to have so much more advantage if you're a man jumping over those things. And I just felt like, yes, she made it close, but I think that speaks to how good she is. And not that I think it's like built to be fair for everybody. Obviously the puzzles are, but like, I don't know, a foot race and then having to run through obstacles. I don't know that that's the most fair way to do it. Do you think, um,
2: since it was a private conquest elimination, mm-hmm. think it will be the same course every elimination? Ooh, interesting.
0: I would actually be okay with it, but I guess it gives anybody that's done it once a, a leg up. I think they'll change it up. I think they'll I, change it up. But I think it'll be like similar in that, yeah. like it will be a combination yeah. of all the things that like a final would be.
1: Yeah, but I, I would be shocked if they keep the exact same thing because again, like yeah, you just said like they they could share. You know, you have a total advantage if it's if you've done it already. You know.
0: Yeah, um, and James and I totally agree. I like that it's private. At first, I felt that was weird, but. The stuff that people yell during an elimination and stuff, it's just like Berna during the Daily Challenge screamed at somebody that was struggling on their paddleboard. Remember, it's a timed event as if that was going to be like, (laughs) oh, yeah, now now I'm going to go fast.
1: Anything Berna screams is probably, you know, I don't care for it. You can cut MTV. Cut that from the, the footage.
0: Let's do Killed It or Send It Home. Chris Warner.
2: Uh, So this week, we saw the um, competitors take a much-needed relaxing break during the day. They didn't just drink in a basement this time. They went out on a boat tour, which looked lovely. Uh, And it just made me think, have you guys been on boat tours yourselves? And would you (laughs) send it home to a boat tour? What do you think?
1: Uh, what, gonna, a, what a what what a killed it or send it home. You've probably really thought long and hard about this one. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm gonna kill it on this one. I uh, I don't get seasickness. I like being out on a boat. I don't operate boats myself. I don't really uh, care to do you know fishing or anything like that. But just being out on a boat on a nice day with a with a beer. I mean, who dislikes that? Of course, yeah,
1: yeah. And Danny, I mean, you put a, a hat over that head. You're gonna be. Chilling, man. You'll be. I need
0: more than just a hat. I need SPF for the. I mean, (laughs) the listeners don't know. I'm. I'm an albino, but um, they. (laughs) I've really got to cover up out there.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I you gotta kill it. Like it's the being on a boat's the best. You know, you're the breeze. You know, you 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 got the Titanic vibes, standing on the front, screaming, "I'm the king of the world." Everybody loves that guy, right? He's the worst, but you know, you got. (laughs) Having some drinks, uh, good playlist. I just, I, it's the best. It's one of the. I mean, there's a difference between maybe a lake boat or you know on the ocean, but either way, you know, you you win uh, and you have a good time. So definitely kill it.
2: Is the uh, the guy who's doing the Titanic thing? Does he give out speeches too, or is it?
1: I'm not that guy. I'm not. I'm I'm the speech guy, but I'm not the Titanic guy.
2: I'm I'm not Michael
1: Scott. I'm not Michael Scott.
2: I mean. I I feel like I have to kill it. Obviously, boat tours are great. I've been on a couple great ones. The one thing I will say against them is like, if it ain't going well, you're just kind of fucking stuck. And that sucks. But uh, if you're not with friends and you're with like shitty people, that can be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, or like maybe there's another group on there that's just kind of weirding you out, you know. But ultimately, (laughs) it's, it's weirding you out. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Some people getting extra weird and friendly or just loud and obnoxious.
1: I will say I like a boat tour with like friends versus like a like a co-worker thing, you know? Yeah. Because you, then you're really, like you said, Chris, you're stuck in those conversations and you're like, wow, man, it's, you know, it's windy. You know, you just kind of get stuck.
2: Yeah. I'm just going to go to the other side of the boat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did you try the, the, the shrimp? It's pretty good. <laughs>
0: Jameson, what do you got?
1: Um, well, I I was, you know, watching this episode tonight and looking at Horacio and, 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 like, the whole kind of crew. You know, guys, while this season has been boring, you know, lack of a better word, uh, the talent level in terms of skills, like, in terms of, like, athletic ability is kind of incredible. We have some really athletic people, and I was thinking about, you know, Pat the past kind of people that have been on the show, CT, Bananas, uh Devin, all the you know the classics, the ones we love. But is this the most uh athletic kind of cast we've had in maybe the last five years? What do you guys think? Killers send it home. Overall, females and males. I yeah.
0: I don't know that I can say killed it for most athletic ever in the last five years. So I'm going to send it home on that. But I will say. That uh, just in the past five, six, seven seasons, people are just in so much better shape than they once yeah. were on, on this show. Yeah. There was a time that people showed up with no interest in being like ready for this. And the guys were all like jacked, but on steroids. You could tell none of them even took a jog every once in a while. Like it was just like meat-headed meat-headed <laughs> testosterone juice heads. So I feel like um to that point like everybody seems to be in at least a baseline of good shape now. Yeah, I you know, I'm going to send
2: it home that this is the most athletic. Only cuz I haven't I feel like we haven't quite seen it yet. I think it's true. They are probably on average more athletic than what we've seen in past seasons. However, I'm curious to see how that final is, what it is, how it plays out. I mean, I think we've seen so many people like i mean i mean you named so many good ones jameson and i was just thinking you didn't even say jordan you didn't say turbo yeah. uh you
1: turbo.
2: didn't say jenny
0: lips
1: oh jenny lips
0: jenny might be the single most athletic person that i mean you remember that final she beat the men as well like that was insane yeah, she was really good she,
2: she's legitimately like a specimen i mean she's she was tall she was built she was like she had everything i mean she was a a beast like genuinely um so yeah it's it's hard to tell without seeing that final you know because i mean we've watched so many finals before where like i mean car maria even you know um there's just been so many people who are like
1: do these insane
2: finals and and they crush it you know and uh i'm curious to see what the final is this year or this season um so i feel like the jury's out but i'm gonna say send it home right now and i agree with you danny it is it is a different kind of like athleticism. It definitely was like very meaty juice heads. And then like, I think people started realizing like, Hey, maybe we got to like slim it down a little bit. And this seems like kind of the result, but we'll see how, how these guys fare against each other.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you guys. I had to think of that closer stay at home on the, on the spot. I, I had something about what we talked about earlier in your questions, Danny. So I was like thinking, what could I do? And I, I thought it was worth talking about because per capita, this cast is is pretty crazy. I mean, even last week with the mini final that we had, there was really, it was like one or two people were like kind of struggling. The rest of them were kind of staying up with everyone else. And so like, you know, the majority of them are in such great shape that they are competing, you know, day in, day out. And it's pretty uh, shocking to see how good they do, especially like the top tiered ones, you know, like Zaza going home. I mean, I can only imagine, you know, how she would have done in the final, like I said. So I'm going to send it home, but I do agree. It is, it while they may not be the most entertaining, they are close to being the most ripped.
0: Close to being the most ripped is amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, the episode opens with Jay getting mad um, that Kylan was laughing at Asaf for going home because he has a family and could have used the money. <laughs> so, <laughs> Killed it. If anyone's personal situation should be factored into whether or not they get eliminated, no, send uh, it. Uh, yeah, we both
1: gonna send it home. <laughs> <up. laughs> I mean, maybe if they have, uh, I mean, cancer or something like the person does that's on there, like they got need, I, like, they needed to pay for their hospital bills live, like a crazy circumstance. But no, no way. Like, sorry, we all got a family. We all got a dog. We all got a fucking something to pay for. Get out of here.
2: Yeah, I think it's it's one of the things that's like, I feel like in recent seasons, it's become more of a thing for like people to be like, here's what I'm playing for. And it's right. grandma's in the hospital, but she always took care of me like a mom. And so I got to pay for her hospital bills or whatever, or I want to, you know, whatever it is. And it's just, it feels like everybody's just trying to one up each other and make you like them. And I just feel like I don't even want to think about that in this game. I want to think about who's going to melt the ice fast with their butt, you know, like, (laughs) don't want to think about like, oh, like, she couldn't get her cheeks to make enough friction, which sucks, because her brother's got cancer, you know, like, I don't want to think about that stuff. I, I just want to like, think about the game. And I want to see people doing dumb things. And like, I don't know, it just seems it's all kind of ridiculous and uh, and even that too. I mean, like, I just thought the whole thing was like very hypocritical. Like the yeah, I I saw what he did have that whole thing with Melissa. I think of like, oh, parents, like we're parents, we're in the parent alliance. And then he just threw her under the bus and it's like, okay, he don't care. Like, then I don't care, you know, and nobody else should care. Like, um, I don't know. So yeah, I'd send it. I send
0: it home. I hate that stuff. (laughs) I do too. And I think if anybody's situation, to your point, was so dire, they wouldn't be on a game show for a month, you know? So yeah. I, think like, I think everybody has a reason to be on there and everybody should have an equal opportunity. The only person I was thinking, I was like, you know, I would have to think twice about throwing Jordan into an elimination where it was clear that you needed like both hands to do something. But then I was like, you know, who wouldn't think that way? Fucking Jordan. Like, he doesn't care. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to be. And he's gone into those eliminations
1: before. He's done stuff he like that. Right? And yeah, he, exactly.
0: So yeah. I think, like, you're on the challenge. Anything's fair. And anybody. He's just a bitch. He is.
1: Chase <laughs> <laughs> <Jay> sucks. God. <laughs> Time to get juicy. With Jameson's juicy deeds. Oh boys, all week. I'm like, you know, the nine to five, the daily grind. All I want is some deep with my boys, you know, just talk about some juice. Uh, and that's what we're gonna do right now. Uh, first up, guys, uh, Corey, remember Corey? Not the Corey that's on this season, the classic Corey. He has seven kids. Um, he did an interview uh this week uh where he talked about the casting process uh to get on the show. And apparently it takes like Six phone calls, six separate phone calls. They call you first to see when you're available. They call you again to see what your life's about, who you're dating, what are you into. Then you have to do a 500-question psych test, which uh, I thought was very fascinating. You have to do a physical test, and they don't test for steroids. And he said, but they should because some people, like, hint, hint, Kyle, uh, need to be tested for steroids. (laughs) I thought that was pretty fun
0: none of that surprises me in any way all of those that whole system makes complete sense to me right yeah
2: oh yeah i'm i'm more surprised jameson that you thought we would forget about your man crush Corey yeah exactly
1: I, I was just saying it for the viewers or the listeners the listeners you know make sure they remind them who Corey is i miss that man i wish he was on this season i can't believe he hasn't been on
0: you too because when you were trying to figure out who was close to being the most ripped to ever appear on the show Corey, Corey must have come up in your mind you know
1: well i didn't say is this the most handsome cast <laughs> we've ever had <laughs> i would never <laughs> uh next up we got ed guys ed is really becoming a lovable man to the masses everyone's really digging him he's getting asked to be on interviews left and right um and he you know he's mr good guy ed you guys can see that and he went on instagram live this week um i'm sad that i watched it but i did and he said uh that the fans i can't do the accent so i'm gonna say what he said and danny if you want to you know redo it for me he said the fans need to be nicer Because we're people, too. And we all, everyone has bad qualities about them. And no one's perfect. Nice little, the more you know from Ed.
0: I disagree, Ed. (laughs) (laughs) And what is he worried about? Everybody must love that guy.
1: I know. I don't know why he's trying to stand up for everybody. It's like, Ed, don't worry about it. Um, Next up, Raven. I thought this was kind of interesting. So, you know, obviously she got eliminated tonight. uh, And she said that. If we, if you notice, when she got out of the water, she only had two rings. Apparently, the third one floated away, uh, and she couldn't get to it. And it took, you know, a good amount of time. She said, "I can't find it. It's so dark." And the production team just said, "Forget about it. Move on. Move on. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> You've already lost. Just come yeah, back."
1: Essentially, um, I just love the thought of production being like, "Fuck it. Don't worry about it. Like just, just <laughs> keep going." <laughs> uh next up uh ct i don't know if you guys watch the show the traders um on peacock i'm not trying to promote that show i do actually really enjoy it though it's very good reality television trash anyway ct's on the traders right now guys and his nickname on the show is called uh castle daddy and I thought that was kind of funny.
0: I've never heard. Is this the same show that Bananas is on or no?
1: Yes, Bananas got eliminated week one um, because everyone was so intimidated by him and uh, thought he was a trader. I'm not going to explain the whole show, but essentially, Bananas got eliminated. Trishel's on it too, Danny.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll check this out.
1: It's good. It is. We might need to do a podcast about the traders, to be honest. It, <laughs> it is all that good. Be glad. Traders on Peacock, check it out. Um, It's it's excellent. Uh, And last but not least, I I found the deed about with Corey talking about Kyle being on steroids, and then moments later, Kyle posted a picture at the gym, and it's confirmed. It is confirmed. He is definitely on steroids or something. His his arms are ginormous, you guys. It looks not natural
0: at all. Can't even picture that. So that's it. I he's guess, getting huh? ready
1: for season forty. It's confirmed he's on steroids. He didn't admit it, but I'm admitting it for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> MVP of the episode, Chris Wern.
2: Uh, you know there was two people who kind of rose to the top for me. I'm gonna go with TJ this week uh, because I feel like his vision of like what the challenge should be was like kind of realized like I'm really into like this conquest phase if you will um but it feels like the season like almost like was reborn in this episode um just the whole elimination off the daily it feels like people really care about it now you know where like we were saying earlier it just felt like people can kind of coast through this thing and everybody was kind of on their game, you know, and there's incentive on the front end that's pretty big too to win. So, you know, you got people trying to save their ass or people just trying to get a massive advantage. Um, So yeah, I feel like people care. And then on top of that, in the elimination, this private conquest elimination, he got to watch uh, the three people he thought were the best competitors this season, and he seemed to really enjoy it. So I feel like he just had a great Great time filming this episode. Um, and I'm happy for him, and uh, yeah, he's my MVP this week.
0: TJ so, was t- incredible at the end there. Yeah, he kept yeah, talking really and everything. Was. He was incredible. It was so good.
1: That yeah. was a love. That was a lovely pick. I really like that pick, Chris. Um, TJ is a, a great MVP for this episode. Uh, I went a little different direction. I, I thought I'd give it to Ed, but I, I, like, I look back. I've like, given Ed like two MVPs the last couple weeks, so I got to move on from that guy, man. Um, I gave a little consolation to her MVP because I really, she really grew on me this season. I really like her. She's a competitor. She's got a great attitude. Really fun, Zaza. I know she went home, but she fought like hell. And to see her take off her shoes and just fucking say, "Fuck it, I'm climbing this wall." I just thought that, you know, I celebrate that. That was pretty awesome and badass. And uh, I'm giving her my MVP.
0: Um, I agree with you completely, Jamison. I'm not usually one for moral victories, but when she took off her shoes and didn't give up and kept going, I could have cried, man, sitting <laughs> alone on the couch. I like this show never makes me emotional. I like I just felt for her so much and like yeah. wanted to win so badly. And the fact that she was going against people that were teaming up against her, it was it was rough to see, but it was inspirational tj um definitely my mvp this week and uh i don't know that it'll be top this season you know it was just like it's a really nice moment on this show
1: yeah and and those rarely happen you know a lot of times you're like you're happy to see someone go or you're laughing at them for failing and she just that was all heart that was all heart
2: amazing i i want to point out too like with the whole taking off the shoes like i noticed i've noticed this in this season that On these like little courses they have it's those little stones that's like painted gravel yeah so you know that hurt like it's like that little stones that like if you just step on one weird you just go down and with a bare foot you know and uh i thought that made it even more impressive i think that's a great pick uh we'll miss zaza for sure i hope she comes back
0: i don't like walking across pavement in bare feet and yeah
1: on, on stones. God. The the how fast Danny and I would lose in this show if we were on it. Could you imagine? I would just
0: raise my hand to teach it. I'm I'm all muddy. I can't get up this thing. Hey,
1: so. I'll cause some drama. I'll throw some stuff. I'll do something. But
0: uh loser of the episode, Chris.
2: Uh this episode, you know, this person's kinda like floated around at the, the bottom for me for a while, but this episode just, they really stuck out. And uh, I'm going to give it to James. He just felt like <laughs> such a dud. Like, I mean, he's kind of been a dud all season, but he, this episode more than others. I mean, I think there was the whole, you know, the thing with the vote and he like picked um, whoever he picked. So he didn't pick Zaza. He picked Norice. Uh There was that. I just feel like he's not really bringing anything to the show. There's no entertainment other than. <laughs> i guess it is entertaining i don't know i just it is funny the whole thing of just like all right whatever you whatever you say babe i'll do what yeah. you say tell
0: me what <laughs> a Word it was i'll do whatever you tell me to do as if he's a yeah. fucking dog like yeah insane.
2: he's just sitting there with his glasses on riding a bike yeah whatever you say marat i'll do it yeah you tell me what to do babe i'll do it and you're like i don't want to get involved with the politics now nah. Like I don't he just like he just doesn't do anything, but then he talks such a big game for himself. I don't know. I just feel like he's kind of a dud and uh I don't know. The most like I was actually really interested in him in the beginning when he had that whole conversation with Huey uh about like hooking up with Huey or something like that, or whatever it was. He had that conversation of like, hey, if you know, I'll yeah, you know, I'll be with you, you know. I was like, <laughs> Oh, cool. Like, that's, like interesting. Uh but other than that, it just kind of feels like it's been downhill for him.
1: So, I don't know. I'm giving it to James this week. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, uh, guys, did you, I, I'm i going to do a little lead-in to my loser here. Did you guys ever watch the movie Brink? Uh, on Hell World? yeah,
0: I've watched Brink.
1: <laughs> so, someone online, when I was looking for Juicy Deeds, they compared Jay to the evil villain. Or not the evil villain. The villain in Brink with the long hair. And he's just such a fucking douchebag like <laughs> and it just made me laugh so hard and it was so accurate like jay is that guy and i'm gonna get him my loser this week even though he like kind of got what he wanted a little bit you know manipulation the way he goes about it and the way he just like <laughs> like he has like this fucking you know he doesn't laugh like that but I just imagine him laughing like that he is just a he's just a evil little fucking snake you know a little hamster um so I, i'm giving it to jay as a
0: loser you just sent us a photo of the comparison and it's pretty dead on it's really good <laughs> only this kid has a full head of hair and i know uh, i know i
1: know <laughs> but it, it just
0: the vibe the vibe is very close um chris i'm gonna copy you and go with james i mean i don't think anyone's ever accused this guy of being smart but my God, like <laughs> don't you care at all? Like this is just like I'll do whatever you tell me to, like you're on this show. Like, what was your plan if you had not met Mariah? What like what was the end game? Like it's like he can't be bothered to even have an opinion about the strategy in any way.
1: Dude, Dude. and if Mariah is the brains behind the operation, right? We you got into some problems, buddy.
0: Yeah. Hundred percent. God! Until next week. That's it from the tribunal.
2: Zaza, you were not a quitter,
0: <laughs> and not a layup. You guys killed it. I want to let loose and hug and kiss you both. Okay. Prove <laughs> it. it. When when Mariah said that, I was like, "Haven't we done nothing but watch you guys make out the whole season? What like, what is this going to mean moving forward?"
1: She's like, I just want to wear, like, no clothes and, just, you know, hang out with you and kiss.
0: <laughs> I'll do whatever you tell me to do, babe.
1: Okay. <laughs>